you know, I, I go for a run every morning and there's a bunch of different places that I, I stop. Sometimes I'll see things that uh, inspire me. You see kind of the effects of a, a force acting on, a, on another thing. And water, water is such a wonderful, pliable material. A surface of water is such an expressive uh, thing that it, uh, it kind of reveals all the things that are acting on it. You know, my artworks seek to make something like that visible. Wind, water, gravity. These are the media of choice for Ned Kahn, an artist who has been fascinated by the patterns of nature all his life. It doesn't even feel like water. It feels thicker than water. I mean, you're feeling the vibration and it creates a kind of an illusion of viscosity or pressure. It feels like jello. So yeah, the more you spin it, the more the water kind of uh, the force is thrown onto the sides, and then, uh, I don't know, I just love the way it kind of looks like glass or something. Ned Kahn first began experimenting with natural forces at the Exploratorium in San Francisco, where he designed and built some of the museum's most popular exhibits. Well, Ned worked here at the Exploratorium for a number of years early in his career. He developed uh, what we call science exhibits. Some people could refer to them as artworks. Uh, it's all kind of, he works in the fuzzy area in between. It's a very natural place for him to begin because we're a museum about phenomena. See how high you can make it go. Ned's tornado exhibit is a perennial favorite here, allowing visitors to explore both the physical properties and the aesthetic beauty of this powerful but ephemeral natural phenomenon. Both the artist and the scientist find ways to represent the meaning, and the scientist may represent the meaning by a theory, and the artist may represent it, in fact, often does, by making something. Ned functions brilliantly in both worlds. It is not really a surprise that after having begun here, he would want to go to the challenge of going outside that door. Ned took what he learned at the Exploratorium to new heights at the Expo 2000 in Germany, where he was commissioned to create a tornado eight stories tall. It cost $10 million and required enough electricity to fuel a 200-horsepower turbine engine. You know, I got involved in a couple of public art projects. I was kind of forced to think on a larger scale, but it, it definitely the same things that, it, that uh, I was interested in working at the Exploratorium, those early works, uh, you know, I, I just kind of took that same line of reasoning, kind of making the invisible visible, and tried to extend it into a, an architectural scale. Ned now has a steady stream of new projects, many of them commissions for museums and corporations. Because of the large scale of his recent work, Ned now relies on a team of machinists for fabrication. 
His latest work requires thousands and thousands of identical metal squares. Hung on a massive grid, these tiny pieces act as highly responsive detectors that reveal the invisible rhythms of wind. we need to move the bottom plate. The bottom plate over quarter, this way. Quarter of an inch. Right. Okay. While many of Ned's recent commissions function as detectors, others, like this project for the Chevron Texaco headquarters in San Ramon, simulate the forces of nature. In this case, using the movement of pressurized air through tiny grains of glass to evoke a vast geological landscape. Most geological processes are incredibly slow. So kind of taking these, these really slow, really huge phenomena and shrinking them in size and speeding them up in time, allowing you to essentially see the, the process and see kind of kinetically uh, how, it, how it works. So it's in a way kind of an experiment, kind of something uh, showing how uh, even with the same initial conditions and the same forces, uh, nature creates variety and different uh, flow patterns. Ned specializes in what many architects and engineers would consider problem spaces, wind-whipped facades or drafty and cavernous interiors, where he translates architectural liabilities into artistic gold. Here in the BART station at San Francisco International Airport, he was called in to embellish an expanse of concrete that surrounds the main escalators. There's actually incredible wind in here, despite the architect's efforts to uh, minimize it. Uh, wind comes in from the open end of the station where the same place where the trains come in. So, uh, so it comes in on two levels, and so often they're meeting here. After experimenting with different sizes and types of metal pieces, Ned settled on these one-inch discs, nearly 200,000 of them, each one attached to a 175-foot-long grid that completely surrounds travelers as they come and go. Have you noticed the air coming out of your... Uh, yeah, I know. It's air nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> the piece here at the BART station are, are thin stainless steel discs that are much smaller and they can pivot in all directions. And so the smaller size allows them to have greater resolution of what the air currents are doing. And since they can pivot in all directions, it, it's a much more uh, fluid... Uh, uh, movement and it works much better on a small architectural scale like this station. Every once in a while I'll be in some natural place like at the ocean or a river and I'll just It'll hit me how amazing and beautiful nature is. And uh, so I just kind of want to create things that kind of let people have an experience like that and kind of get reconnected with uh, the natural world that we're embedded in. Mm -hmm. 